All right, everybody, welcome into You've Been Watching, the behind-the-scenes podcast with behind-the-scenes people that have the best opinions. You never get to hear, as we've said, Brian, because you guys got to fix the studio and make it so our microphone. <laughs> Somebody keeps unplugging those things. I don't know who it is. <laughs> I want to say it's not me, but I, I, I can't, can't yeah. be sure. I just can't be sure. Uh, so today, Brian, we're going to talk about something that uh, this, this idea honestly popped into my head very early on to us doing this show, and I just... I could never fully form it to how we could do it. But mm-hmm. over time, I was like, you know what? There's no way to fully form it. Let's just put it out there and let's talk about it and see what we get. And that is, there's, there's been so many movies throughout the years, so many actors that have iconic status and have done so many great things. And it just, you know, me being a sports nerd as much as a, you know, a cinema fan, it got me thinking, is there someone who has has thrown a perfect game, who has done a perfect, has a perfect record on the silver screen, or if maybe not a perfect record, has come pretty darn close? Like there have been some great people who have resumes that you just cannot compete with, and maybe they have a blemish here or there. But uh, is there someone who has a perfect record? And you brought up an interesting thing of. You know what we're going to do? We're going to be fair. We're going to give you one strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have that one off because everybody has that one off. There's not too many actors that have an extensive resume that don't have that one off. So, for you, who mm-hmm. would be uh, of the list we have? Who would be that one for you that has come as close as you can to throwing a perfect game? I, I got to go, Tom Hanks. I mean, okay. I everything you he's he's to me it's. If I see this guy, do I think this movie will be good? And yes. with some actors, you go, eh, I don't know, eh, I don't know. If you see Tom Hanks, you go, yeah, he picks a good story. He always plays a good part. I think there's maybe been the one. There's been one movie where he played a gangster in the in the 30s or 40s. Mm-hmm. Who, I, I forget even the name of the movie, and I I couldn't even get through the that Lady movie. Killers. That's what it was. The Lady Killers. But, That's actually what it was called. Yes. Okay, but there's there's some he's had you know one maybe two that you would go I don't know about that, but even like his latest the Mister Rogers movie this uh, a man named Otto, that's an amazing movie and it's like when when I see Tom Hanks, I don't think oh I wonder if this good is if this is going to be good I go oh it's Tom Hanks yeah that's probably a good movie, so to me Tom Hanks has got to be right at the top of the list. And I agree with you, uh, I, I think, but I think the reason, too, that Tom Hanks' career, other than just being as phenomenal as it, as it is, you can name all these movies, you know, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Castaway, right. all these movies that are just so big and so iconic. The thing is, throughout his career, he's managed to transition when he needed to transition. He went from the funny buddy comedies and, like, Splash and all that stuff, and then he then he started doing the very serious dramas like Philadelphia and Forrest Gump, which is this big adventure flick. And mm-hmm. he did, he, he, but the thing is he's managed to do it all so seamlessly that like you said, when you see it, you don't hear lost on a, or stranded on a desert Island, you know, with no one to, but a, a volleyball to survive Tom Hanks in castaway. You don't go Tom Hanks. Really? Yeah. It's, it was believable. It was just same with Mr. Rogers. I would have never pegged Tom Hanks to play Mr. Rogers. Nope. But after seeing the trailers and seeing a bit of the movie, I was like, wow, he's a he's a good Mr. Rogers. Yeah, and he's I've seen really the movie, is. and that movie is amazing, and he's Mr. Yes. Rogers. By, by 20 minutes into that movie, you forget that he's Tom Hanks, that he has now become Mr. Rogers in your head. Yes. It's, it, and even as Elvis is uh, Colonel Pam Parker. Yeah, I, that was the one that you and I both were like, uh, you know, acting-wise, great. 
visually, yeah, could have done better. But I, I agree. So yeah, Tom Hanks, okay. top of the list. He's he he fits beautifully. Uh, and the, the interesting little tidbit I have because I heard him in an interview, and I just want to blow your mind because this mm-hmm. would have, in my opinion, been a a scratch on his record. Tom Hanks was one of the original choices to play Batman. <laughs> Back in yeah, back no. in eighty nine, that would have been a swing and a miss. Yeah, well, and that's what he always says. He's like, he's like, I heard it. I, they offered it. They brought it up to me. I thought about it for a second. And I was like, wow, this would be fun. But then he goes, but then could you imagine on the roof where they go? He goes, what are you? And he goes, I'm Batman. And it just would have absolutely. He's like, it would have never worked. But he's like, but it was very cool for them to go. What about you as Batman? And it's like, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting little thing. Um, I, I mine. Mm-hmm. And this is just more of a fandom thing. Some people might not even be a fan of the movies. Uh, but for me, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. I think this guy, from the time he came in, has he, he's been very selective in what he does. Right. So I think there's less of a sample size. He doesn't just go do whatever's offered to him. He has that luxury. But, you know, starting with, you know, what's eating Gilbert Grape all the way up until you know, Wolf of Wall Street, and he, he's done, you know, so many things. I just, I, I, I was going through it, and there's just, to me, not a movie where I can say, yeah, you, you swung and missed on that one, buddy. It's just everything's kind of been right what you expect with this guy. There's a reason he's been an Oscar nominee year in and year out, and I find it even more, you know, insane that he's only got one Oscar. But yeah. for me, it would be Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. I mean, I can see it. I've, I've seen a few. I'm not... He's not like in my wheelhouse. I've seen a few. I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street. I saw the one uh, where they went to the island. It was a oh, Shutter Island. Yeah, that was a great movie. But you're right. When you see him, you sort of you can tell it's not, the movie's not going to be terrible. You know, he he picks his material well too. What about yeah. um? Now here's one. This is kind of old school. Clint Eastwood. Okay. See now this would be your this would be like DiCaprio for you. I I, I know Clint Eastwood. Uh, but I would honestly say that I know Clint Eastwood in a later role, but I also yeah. know him far more for what he does behind the camera than right. what he does in front of the camera. But in acting-wise... And he was I, never I an actor. Seen. He was never... I never would have called no. him an actor. He was a movie star because he's always Clint Eastwood. Yeah. He's always the same character to me. Mm-hmm. So acting, yeah, I wouldn't call him... like He's not, uh, he's, you know, he's not De Niro. He's not DiCaprio. He's always he's always the same sort of gruff, mean with a good heart guy, but the movies are always good. Grand Torino, good movie. The Dirty Harry series. So to me, it's like yeah, that works too. He's not you know he's not delving into some you know deep character study, but the movies are always good. And directing, you're right. Even directing, when it when it says it's a Clint Eastwood film, even if Clint Eastwood's not in it, you go okay, that's probably good. He knows how to pick a good story. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. to me, he's another I mean, one that goes on the list. Oh, I, I think he absolutely goes on the list. You can't have the career and length that he's had and then say, "Yeah, he's questionable." <laughs> he's he's definitely got a he's got a a thing about him that it's very much so. Yes, very very believable. Uh, I, I'll switch to the other side. I mm-hmm. mean, this one should be pretty obvious. I'm teeing this one up. Uh, is Meryl Streep? I mean, this oh, woman yeah. has done everything you can imagine, and somehow in everything she does, you're like, yeah. No, I, I, I'm right there for it. Again, she's had her swing and misses, but, you know, everybody has. But the number of swing and misses are so minimal that it's a Hall of Fame career without even trying. What about um, Sandra Bullock? Yes, I, a big she's, fan of her. I, I, I was going through her 
like when I was looking through all these, I was going through and again, someone I really couldn't find a lot of misses on. Right. And, and she's, she's not, again, she's not Meryl Streep. She's not, she's not becoming Julia Child. Cause when you saw that movie, it was like Meryl Streep ceased to exist. And that was Julia Child or, um, uh, the devil wears Prada. Yes. Where Meryl Streep was amazing. But Sandra Bullock's like, yeah, they might be sort of rom-coms or comedies, but they're never bad. You know, she's well, always that, I great. Think, I, I think that's what is the other hard part about trying to pick someone who's done this is because you got to understand they could be perfect, but if they're not perfect in what you like, yeah, then you're gonna you're gonna disregard them. Like, like, like the guy for me that I think if he had he had never like he did great things and he won an Academy Award for what was out of this wheelhouse. I'm looking at a book right now with his face on it, so mm-hmm. it makes it easier. A guy who like Robin Williams, he had some. Big yeah. misses, but he also did some amazing movies. But the problem is, he chose to go everywhere. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't just sit down in comedy and you know and you know be the great one. Or he didn't say, you know what, I'm a really funny guy. Let me just do dramas, and the comedy will be the other thing I do. And I think if he had chosen to do that, he could have done. It. But the problem was, he would he would fly around. He'd go from Goodwill Hunting to the to flubber so it was one of those things where you, you talk about what he's done and he's done some amazing movies the problem is he's so far over the map that it's hard to say he fits in that category yeah yeah and it got to be kind of an insight everybody had the same joke that if if robin williams was clean shaven it was going to be a funny movie and if robin williams had a beard he was going to take a serious turn Absolutely. <laughs> you know, which robin williams are we getting but you're right a lot of those a lot of those movies were like yeah, you're good, but oh, ooh, there was a lot of misses. I felt, especially with the drama yeah. stuff. Well, and and here's a guy I, I wanted to ask about because uh, uh, you know I talked about DiCaprio having a small sample size. This guy's sample sample size is even smaller, but it's also he's also collected so much hardware for what he's done. Is a guy like Daniel Day Lewis? Oh, absolutely. He is. He's yeah. been very specific in what he does, but kind of. In that statement of what Rob Williams did, he found the window and he stuck in it. He did not choose to go in any different direction. He picked what he does well and he did it very well. I mean, this guy played Lincoln and everybody goes, yeah, that's Lincoln. No one knows what Lincoln was like (laughs) other than what we read, but we're okay with it and we believe it. Another one that is sort of along the same lines to me is Christoph Waltz. I don't think there's a better movie bad guy right now and oh, i don't absolutely. think i've ever seen him in a role where he wasn't i know there's probably a, mo- a role or two where he's not a bad guy no no he's the best movie bad guy there is even as the bond villain which i know you didn't care for he's a great bad guy but but and i that's the first thing i was thinking of when you said christoph waltz aside from well and i'll get to it in a second but mm-hmm. the bond thing we, we, we're talking about doing an episode about reboots and all right. that and how we feel about it. you rebooted a, a villain you rebooted a villain that you know, a generation before me and before you will have strong feelings about because they know that guy is that villain and you rebooted him with a different bond and it worked and it worked well. Like I said, I wasn't over the top about it, but he was a great bond villain. Right. I, th- I thought he was phenomenal for it, but also like you said, he's the quintessential, he's, he's the perfect fit for a bad guy, you know, inserting glorious bastards here. Absolutely. But the, thing, but the thing is, then you go to a movie that was right after that, like Django Unchained, where he is the great. He is the nicest human being that's on true. the planet. That's true. I forgot now, about that. Now he kills people because that's he's a bounty hunter. But he went from being probably the most evil person you could ever imagine to being a guy who is who should shouldn't 
be as compassionate as he is for Django, and he is. And it's just that shows you such a spectrum of ability that those are the two movies you do, and they are as far apart as far apart can be. Yeah, so I'd put him. I'd put him on the list. He hasn't done a lot. He hasn't done as much as Tom Hanks or or DiCaprio even. But he's, you know, I to me, if I see he's in the movie, it's like there's a there's a anime live action anime thing called Alita Battle Angel, and it's like I don't know. It seems silly, and I was flipping past it one day, and there's Christoph Waltz, and I went record. I think I need to see this. I, I can agree with Just that. Just based on I can him, absolutely yeah. agree with that. Well, because it's contractually obligated that we have to mention Batman at least once in every <laughs> show we do. Uh, what about Christian Bale? Ooh. Personally, I don't know. Uh, Acting-wise, I've seen him in a lot of stuff, and he's usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't like his Batman. I like Batman Begins. I thought that was yeah. good. I think I don't know if that was him. I know behind the scenes, he has kind of a reputation. Uh, I'm trying to think of other movies I might have seen him in. Uh, Why? There's there's some. There's the Prestige with him and Hugh Jackman. No, uh, as magicians, he's in uh, Three Ten to Yuma with Russell Crowe, which I thought he was phenomenal. Saw in. that. Yeah, that was cowboy okay. movie. Uh, he played Dick Cheney in Vice. Nope, never thought saw he was it. Very good in that. <laughs> uh, Keep uh, listening. Um, I'm, I'm trying to. Oh. <laughs> There's the uh, he did one with Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper, uh, where they're con they're con artists. I'm blanking on the name of that one. That was a very good one. And then the role that he won an Oscar for, which was the fighter with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, he plays a real life guy and he captured him perfectly. So uh, the reason I bring him up is he's another guy who found the who found his his area and he stuck very well in it. He'll branch yeah. from time to time. You know, he, he's done action. The the Vice movie is. Is a comedy, even though it's not. It's kind of a. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see the Don't Look Up on Netflix about the world ending? I did not. I did not. Okay, I so wanted to, but I never got to see it. It's the same in that light, though. It's 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 meant to be funny because you're going to laugh, but yeah. the problem is you're laughing at things that are real, yes, like, like the satire. fact that Dick Cheney, like the fact that Dick Cheney was, according to this movie and how they present it, Dick Cheney really was the president of the United States because he did everything behind the scenes and yeah. they use George Bush as kind of the, the mascot. Right. And it's, you laugh at it cause it's like, that can't be real. And then they show you, Oh no, no, this was real. We're not making any <laughs> of this up. And so, and he did it, he did it very well. He, he, he did it very, very well. So it, it it's, it's a very interesting kind of thing when you see that and think about it. So yeah. I, I would say for him, it's, it, it is, but again, he's kind of yeah. like those other guys we've talked about. He's a flavor. You have to want to, you have to like that flavor to even kind of be able to support it. Yeah, and it's like uh, when I was making my list, Tom Cruise came into it, and you know, that's why I said Tom Bale, Cruise doesn't enter into, into my world too much. But it's like, but when you look at the track record, it's like, yeah, I'm not. I I have issues with him. Like, not I would say I have personal issues, but I've never met the man. <laughs> you know, but ever since he jumped on Oprah's couch. I can't separate that guy from whom I'm seeing on screen. Mm-hmm. But for millions and millions of people, I mean, look at this the Mission Impossible series and all the stuff he's done. You can't argue his success. Top yeah. Gun. And then come back, what, 30 years later and do it again, even bigger. Even bigger. Yeah. So you can't, uh, you know, as much as I'm not a big fan of his, you can't argue that, that track record. So he's got to be one in there, too. 
Oh, I, I, I completely agree with that. I, I you know, I, I can, uh, unlike you, I can kind of separate a little bit. So I'm a little more okay with doing that. But at the same time, like, as you mentioned it, I'm sitting there kind of Rolodexing in my head. Well, you've got this movie, you got this movie. He didn't miss on that movie. This movie right. is pretty darn good. And it's like, even though a lot of people, if I say Tom Cruise, it's immediately, oh, yeah, Ethan Hunt. Okay, got it. Because that's what he's done the right. most of. He, all the other stuff he's done, he hasn't really missed as much as you would think he has. That's true. It, it's, it makes it a very interesting thing. It really does make it a very interesting thing. Um, I kind of saved this one for last because I think a lot of people view this guy as like kind of like Daniel Day-Lewis as the top tier Mm -hmm. of acting he's just kind of royalty in that way but i I, i'm a fan this is one of those guys i'm a fan of him in a lot but there are those movies i've either never seen because of age or just because it's not a movie for me Mm -hmm. but what about denzel yeah absolutely he's been in a lot of great movies i mean there's a lot of movies he's done i haven't really seen because like you said they're not aimed at me and it's something i or, or something i haven't done but i can't i can't honestly think of a denzel washington movie and go yeah, that one was awful. I can't think of one. It's very hard to do. But also, uh, like kind of, this is why I brought it up because it kind of ties it all the way to the first one we ma- named. Mm-hmm. Like Tom Hanks, he he's managed to kind of float into everywhere. Right. And it's believe maybe not comedy as much. He's done movies where he's got some funny lines or yeah. something like that. But he's managed to kind of float into everywhere and it's believable i mean when you had that whole liam neeson rush of all the 50 or 60 year olds wanted to start doing action movies he did the equalizer twice and both of those movies are actually very good movies very well done it's believable that he he could be this former kind of operative who can handle it but he also doles out justice to people you know in a little bit more of a darker way and it's like you know what i never would have thought of him to do that but I love it. But at the same time, you have one of my favorite movies of all time, Training Day. Absolutely. plays the crooked cop, and it's, like, very believable. Fast forward a few years to Remember the Titans, where he plays this coach who's trying to unite a team. Yep. And it's like, I'm in. You can do that as well very well. So he's one of those guys that you almost can't pin him down right. like you do DiCaprio or Day-Lewis of stay in drama, don't leave drama, you're drama. You can have him go, hey, we want you to do this rom-com where you're kind of the older dad. Would you be okay to do it? He's probably not going to, but he could go in and do it, and people would go, I can see that. I believe sure. it. Sure. Absolutely. I'm Samuel L. Jackson, right in the same wheelhouse there. Yes. I, you know, he's he hasn't strayed too far into comedy, but he can do action. He can do drama. So, yeah, I would, yeah, Denzel's definitely on the list. Absolutely. The only thing that hurts Samuel L. Jackson right now, and again, we're giving everybody a strike, mm-hmm. is uh, Snakes on the Plane. Now, He's see, just I, so darn tired of those Snakes on the Plane. I loved Snakes on a Plane. That oh, was one no, of my favorite Samuel L. Jackson that's, movies. That's it was a huge It was problem. cheesy, it was goofy, but it was intended to be all those things. It was yes. it was Sharktopus before there was Sharktopus. <laughs> <laughs> what is Sharktopus? It's more what I'm afraid of. <laughs> it's a, you, you ever heard of Sharktopus? It's like Sharknado, but it's a it's uh, a shark combined with an octopus. So oh, it gosh. could eat you, but it could grab you with its tentacles, so you can't get away. It's I a shark. I've never heard of that. You, you really are the smartest man in the world. 
<laughs> in a room where he's sitting by himself. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if Sharktopus puts me on the list. <laughs> I don't know if it does. Okay, so we, we've just mm-hmm. named a bunch of names. We really have. And, you mm-hmm. know, we, we have reasons for all of them. And I'm going to ask the impossible question. Is there one? Is there one that can be at the top of the list? I know we mentioned Hanks, and I think mm-hmm. that's a very hard one to leapfrog. I yeah, really do. Me too. Uh, and again, it's going to come down to preference. Like I said, you're yeah. not a DiCaprio guy. I'm not as much, you know, uh, like Clint Eastwood. I, I probably have just aged out of yeah. Clint Eastwood because his big movies were all, you know, probably in the 70s, right. 80s, and early 90s. I know him, but like you mentioned a movie, my number one uh, Clint Eastwood movie would probably be Trouble with the Curve, where he plays an old baseball scout. Yeah. Just because that's a movie I've watched a bunch of times, and I know him in. And as I said, I know him more from behind the lens than acting-wise. Right. So is Yeah, there it would have to do with age. And it might, I think you're right. I think it's hard to leapfrog Tom Hanks. I keep looking at all. I have a bunch of names written down. DiCaprio's <laughs> on my list. Uh, Harrison Ford's on my list. Eastwood, Tom Cruise, Keanu Reeves is on the list. Keanu Keanu Reeves was a guy I really wanted to put on the list, Mm -hmm. but I just had such a hard time because I'm not a fan of them jump getting past the bill and ted movies. (laughs) Now, see, those are just silly comedies and I thought he did pretty good at those. Jim Carrey. Looking at his book right now. And I, that's the, that's the other issue is Jim Carrey is such a comedy guy that whenever he stepped into that drama arena, I just couldn't get there. Yeah. So I think I think you got to put Tom Hanks right at the top of that list. I can't I can't really see anybody else. There's nobody else I see. If I see a trailer, and I see Tom Hanks, I 99 times out of 100 that it's going to be a good movie and I'm going to enjoy it. I can't yeah. think of anybody else I can say that about. In all honesty, Absolutely. no, I, I I do I do agree with you that I think if it had to be anyone, it's probably Tom Hanks. I will just for. Just for all fairness, I will probably say that the only person I think that can be on that mantle with him right now is Meryl Streep. Yeah. Because yeah. She's, she holds her own against everyone. Uh, and yeah, so I would say it's Hanks and Streep, but there's sure. a, as you've seen by the show, there's a lot of good names. And hopefully, this is kind of the weird trick into this, hopefully we've kind of mentioned so many that you're going, you know, I never did see that movie. Maybe I should watch it because, you know, this actor really is that good. So... You know, you, you get people finding new stuff every day because of it. But like right now, all I want to do is go watch Training Day because I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking thinking about Training Day. So it, it it it's a it's an interesting thing because as we've shown, a perfect record's almost impossible. Absolutely, you have the career these people have had, you're gonna swing and miss at some point. Some people swing and miss way more than others, and it is what it is. Sometimes you just need a job to make the mortgage payment. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, it is what it is. But there's just those people that you know, it's almost like it's not even that they make the right decisions. They're just so good that even a movie that shouldn't have worked, they somehow turn into something that works because they know how to do it. Right. And Absolutely. I think and I think that's a big thing. Like I, I'm looking again. I'm I, I got to stop looking at my bookcase. It's all, <laughs> all these biographies and all that. I don't have a biography on this guy, but I have a I have the book of a movie. Uh, is Brad Pitt is another guy that I yep. think really lives in Clooney. Because Clooney, can, Pitt, Clooney. DiCaprio are like a triumvirate to me. Yes. But those guys go together. Maybe it's because of the Ocean's Eleven movies, but those guys all go together. And then you're right. They, you, and, you would I would put Brad Pitt in there too. But in the Ocean's thing, because he's in it, is Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck yep. gets killed by Geely, but 
Again, uh, we, we we almost have to wrap this up because we're going to just start talking. Yeah, because it'll about, never end. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start talking about the catalog in a minute. But it, and I think the other reason is, you know, I'm looking at this book, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think that's the other reason that I'm so tied into that is because I'm a massive Tarantino fan, and those those guys have managed to get into Quentin Tarantino movies, and so I notice them more because of that. Yeah, I'm a big Tarantino. He's a weird individual, but he makes some very, very, very good movies. That's true. Christoph Waltz as well. So, uh, hopefully we uh, hopefully we didn't forget anybody. Uh, if we did, I'm sorry. sure we did. <laughs> I, I, I know we did. I, I, I absolutely know we did. And when our one listener hears this, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find out about it. When so. when Aaron listens to this, she'll correct us. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron doesn't listen. Oh to yeah, this show. my wife doesn't either. Yeah. <laughs> our one listener's in like Des Moines, Iowa, or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's gonna do it for us here. And you've been watching. Like I said, he's the smartest man in the room of one. I'm right up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly the way to put it. I'm the only one here, and I'm the best guy in here. (laughs) And as as always, I have a perfect record in hosting, so we're better than that. Uh, I'm Eric Dorsch. We'll talk again soon.